you want to do things you want to do. And one of the things I want to do is welcome the audience on Twitter. There you are. It's Dean Leggy's show here on Dog Post. It's uh, a little bit before the time that we usually do this. But Tech in Georgia this week. Georgia Tech. Oh, I misspelled Georgia. Goodness gracious. That is bad. G-E-O-R-G-I-A. I misspelled Georgia Tech. I'm sure that I will be ridiculed for that. Uh, I don't know if I can I don't know if I can change that midstream here or not, but we're gonna about to see through the magic of television, if if you want to call this television, I don't know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to switch that and change that right now. I didn't realize that that was uh, goofed up like that. Tech in Georgia. Georgia is about a 17 and a half or um, uh, 18 point favorite this week uh, over the Jackets. That's a big number for sure. Uh, and it's what I guessed it would be, though, if, if I'm being truthful. I, I thought it would be 17 points coming into the game, and uh, it is. So I think that's about right. I mean, I think Tech is playing better. There's no question. They are playing better than they have uh, in the recent past. But uh, will that be enough to stop a Georgia team that really does seem to be uh, hitting uh, on all cylinders here right now at the end of the season? I mean, we, we all everyone knows there's two huge games coming up uh, these next couple of weeks that will get massive TV ratings. Michigan and Ohio State, which kicks the same time Georgia and Tech do. And then you've also got Georgia and Alabama. Obviously, those two games, huge uh, as it relates to just rivalries, well, I mean, Georgia-Alabama is not a traditional rivalry, but uh, Ohio State uh, and Michigan will pull a giant number, probably, um, I mean, certainly more than 10 million viewers, maybe close to 13 or, or so million viewers. The SEC Championship will get at least that many, but that's not a regular season game. So you've got a slew of uh, big-time games coming up, but not with ranked teams in the top five. So the first one is going to be Ohio State-Michigan. And then if Georgia holds serve against Georgia Tech, it will be Georgia-Bama. And uh, that, of course, we will get into when the time comes. So I have managed to correct the spelling of the Institute of Technology there. Uh, I can not I can believe I did that. I'm a, I am a miserably bad speller. So Georgia's going to have to deal with Georgia Tech, a Georgia Tech team that, that sort of struggled yesterday scoring uh, in a way that they normally, and from my understanding, Tech only scored a touchdown late in the game, but it was enough for them to win. So Tech typically, I mean, obviously with what they do, if you run it properly, I mean, I guess it's like every other offense, if you run it properly, it's going to be hard to stop. Some people would argue that you cannot stop it. You know, I, I don't know about that, but first-year coaches slash defensive coordinators have struggled through the years to beat Georgia Tech, whether you're talking about uh, what happened with um, uh, Georgia in 2008, uh, 2014 with Jeremy Pruitt, even 2010 with Todd Grantham, uh, Georgia struggled, I would say for sure. 2016, obviously a new coaching staff. So uh, you had a new uh, defensive coordinator in Mel Tucker and Kirby Smart, obviously having his hand on the pulse of things on the defensive side of the ball for the dogs. It is um, it is an important thing to do exactly what you're supposed to do against Tech. It is important to 
rotate defensive linemen, is important to tackle well, is important to get on the ball, is, is extremely important to have eye discipline. Now, most of y'all probably just think I'm a talking head, which is fine. That is, you know, part of my job slash a lot of my job. But for 17 years, I've been on this, or 18, I don't know how many years. For the bulk of my time doing dog posts, um, I have uh, been on the sideline. I'm a photographer. And uh, Georgia Tech, this is the 10th time. Well, I've shot Tech more than, than just when they played Georgia. But this will be the 10th time I've shot Tech and Georgia. And you have to be very uh, disciplined with your eyes. As a photographer, uh, you lose track of the ball, for sure. And um, as a defensive player, and we're, we're stationary. So for the kids who've got offensive linemen running at them or, or diving at their feet, um, it's a real challenge, for sure. And I, and I think that that's one thing I want to talk about right now is, is are my bank South keys to the game because we talk so much about what Georgia Tech does on offense that we forget that there's another side of the ball that's got to be out there too. Georgia Tech has to play defensive well as well. Here are the Bank South keys to the game. And we've been doing this the entire season. Bank South has been an outstanding sponsor of Dog Post. There's no question. And and you know, I've got a script here, but a lot of times people forget that ba community banks like Bank South help you solve problems. They're not just some place that you go and uh, you know, just you just get a car, you just get a house. They they help you solve problems and, and by financing things. Uh, they are problem solvers. Now that's not something that they discuss with me for me to say on the air, but I know how community banks work. They're very important in your community. I'm, I'm saying the word community a lot, but in your town, in your you know village, in your suburbs, whatever you want to call it. And these are the bank south keys of the game. Whether you're buying your house, your first home, building your dream home, or finally moving up to that uh, man cave to watch the dogs on Saturdays, you'll need a lender who can get you across the goal line and to the closing table. Bank South Mortgage makes your part of getting a home loan easy with their Ready Loan mobile app. You don't have to go to Bank South. You just download the app, y'all. Download it. Why not? Take a look at it. Download the Ready Loan app from the App Store and Google Play Store today. Get started with your loan application and let the experienced team at Bank South Mortgage help guide you home. Bank South Mortgage is an equal operating, equal housing lender. NMLS six nine zero nine seven one. If if Kirby and them were going to Bank South this week, they would really want some help uh, in the um, on the defensive line and at linebacker because you've got so much to deal with. Uh, let Bank South help you with your financial needs today. Here are the keys to the game. Number one, I learned this lesson in 2008. If you're not going to stop the dive against Tech, you will lose. I don't care who you are because all they're going to do is eat you up for three, four, two, eight, twenty yards a pop. Uh, you've got to stop the dive. You shut that down, and then you're getting it to the perimeter where your athletes should be able to uh, handle business. Now, I'm going to write about this a little bit more in what we we're hearing coming up, but when I talk with folks who have um, experience dealing with defending the option, uh, former college football players who have dealt with it or played with a team who ran the option, they have a hard time believing that Georgia will lose the game because they just don't think that, that Tech – I mean, they, they think basically Georgia will out-athlete you. But if you're not going to stop the dive, then 
Tech's advantage skyrockets, and they become a very serious threat to score on every single drive. In 2008, all Paul did, Paul Johnson, head coach at Georgia Tech, all he did was slightly adjust what the Jackets were doing, and they zipped across and started scoring points like crazy. Uh, Georgia started getting too concerned about the dive. They went out wide. Roddy Jones with that long run down the right-hand side. It was kind of a sloppy day. Josh Nesbitt played unbelievably well, and, and that was this is ten, 10 years ago. So the question is, okay, does the new Tech quarterback, who they inserted in during the Virginia Tech game, does he give them uh, no, a lot more uh, ability to score? And the answer has been yes. Now, they've slowed down lately. Virginia Tech, as it turns out, is not great. But, if again, if you do not stop the dive, you're in trouble. One A would be just play your assignments, but I've only got three of these here uh, and uh, that, that we're going to do each week with Bank South. So stop the dive is number one. At that point, you're making tech become something uh, that is a little less dangerous because they're going more side to side. Now they can run basically everything. They can run traps. They can run options. They can run uh, toss sweeps. They can. They're not great at it, but they can throw the ball at times. Uh, they they will get, you know, obviously you get great looks because you're an option team. Um, it depends on who you talk to, how you want to defend it. But um, basically, if you stop the dive, you will give yourself the best shot of winning the game. That That is, stop the dive is the equivalent to do not get in second and six. If you'll win first down, Georgia Tech will be in real trouble. It's all about first down. First down is stopping the dive. Sorry to have rambled that long about it, but it really is that critical. It doesn't so much matter who Tech has got in at quarterback because as it, as it relates to the passing game, but their decision making skills in in the you know at the line of scrimmage and just as the ball is snapped is critical. If you stop the dive, you change what Tech can do. Uh, they want to run the dive. They want to run the quarterback follow, what we called quarterback follow. And it, they were they killed Virginia Tech with quarterback follow. They killed them with that. All right. Number two, Georgia should be able to score pretty solidly against Tech. If you read what I wrote, you should be going to dogpost.com right now, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com uh, right now on your laptop. You're probably watching this on Twitter or, you know, whatever. You can you can, you can can minimize me. Don't mute me. Um they should be able to score, Georgia. This is a home game. This is a situation where you know this this team is really scoring a bunch of points, and um, you know I, the way they're running the football, uh, they should be able to run against the Jackets that way too. Um, and we'll just see. The other the other thing uh, for te- for for Georgia as it relates to Tech is it sounds like Tech was susceptible to the quick pass game. Uh, against Virginia. Now, if that's the case, that's a bad matchup for Tech against Jake Fromm. It's just a bad matchup. The other problem is, you know, and you, you know, you saw it this week uh, against Massachusetts, and everyone said, "Well, it was just Massachusetts." Okay, well, it was the team you played, and Georgia played well. You know, Justin Justin really played well. Jake Fromm played well. The quarterbacks, generally speaking, really played well this past week. So. The offense should be able to score against Tech, and that's the biggest thing is to get a lead and play your football. And, you know, you can come back and beat Tech. There's no question. 
but you should get a lead. You should go into the half with a lead, and then we'll just see what happens from there. I mean, Georgia Tech is built to play with leads and take it from there. So is Georgia. And then number three here is, you know, folks need to relax about everything. As much as I talked about the option, you know, it's still basic football. It's, it's, it's you know, in, in many ways, it's 101. And do what you're supposed to do. Don't freak out because you look up and the offense has been on the sideline for six minutes or whatever happened. Georgia could very well be tied at the half in this game just because of the way that Georgia Tech plays. But, you know, it's not important necessarily what happens at the beginning of the game so much as what happens in the third and fourth quarter. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know that it will matter. Uh, with the rain, you know, I, the, I, I don't think that helps Tech. I'll say that because of just being an option team. You know, you're handling the ball uh, with the ball in the air, if you want to call it that. Um, it sounds strange to call an option team with the ball in the air, but if you think about it, they pitch the ball a fair amount, and they have been prone over time to fumble balls. Now, I'm talking about over a long trajectory here. I'm talking about like in 2010, they fumbled a ton. Uh, just stuff like that. Um, so if you're Tech, you have to execute. And that's the other thing for Georgia, too. They've got to execute as well. <clears throat> if, they'll, if they'll do that, there's no question who, who wins this game. There's just there's just no question who wins it. And um, But I, I know how... Uh, the Georgia audience is, they're eager to get into a panic as quickly as possible that they can. Um, and uh, that's how it goes. I get it. I don't, you know, I, I've got a lot of friends who are, you know, South Carolina and Clemson people. A lot of the Clemson people are kind of on edge. It's only because you're playing your rival. I, I don't think it really has anything to do with the, the probability of losing going higher. I mean, Tech has got issues. When you look at their defensive side of the ball, they're going to have a real challenge this week. They're going to have a real hard time stopping Georgia. Um, and the other thing I'll touch on, too, is this is a weird week. I mean, there's there's no classes for the dogs. I think Tech's in the same boat. Uh, you know, you've got Thanksgiving. There's a fair amount of charity stuff that goes on uh, at times in this in this rivalry. Uh, it's an important – it's one of the only – it's the only game that Georgia plays in its regular season where there's actually a trophy um, given out at the end of the um, event. So it, it's a big deal game, no question. You know, For me, when I grew up in Atlanta, it was um, as important a game as Georgia played. Uh, Georgia didn't play Tennessee back then um, like they do now every single year. Of course, they played South Carolina. They played Clemson. And those, you know, South, the Clemson game was certainly a big game, but nothing like Tech-Georgia. Uh, nothing at all like Tech-Georgia because, you know, with 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 Tech and Georgia <clears throat> in Atlanta, in Atlanta, in suburban Atlanta specifically, uh, there were a lot of tech people back then, and that's changed. You know, it, Atlanta's not so much tech heavy as it felt like it was for a time there. And now it feels more and more like there's uh, clearly more Georgia people than there are anything else. But there's just as many Auburn people as tech people. There's probably a fair amount of Tennessee and Alabama fans. You don't see a ton of Gators. Uh, but, you know, this is a, this is a game that meant a lot in the 80s to kids 
uh, growing up at Tucker High in Tucker High School, going to Tucker High School in the nineties. Um, I can assure you of that. Um, and in uh, and and the the three losses going into the turn of the century were really. Um, they really, you know, this game was always close when you, when you look back on it. And it felt like it was close, at least. Um, and then Georgia just started winning a bunch of games. Sometimes they were very difficult games, too. But they just started zooming away with wins. I mean, when Mark got there, for sure. But it was even, it was even before Mark. I mean... You know, Ray Goff, I think, lost two games to Tech, and that was it. In 91, they go down to Atlanta and win. 92 with Garrison Hurst. 93, the fight uh, the fight at Tech. I was there for that one. Georgia going for, I think they went for two, or something wild happened at the end of that game. And, you know, Georgia ran up the score. And then 94 with uh, Eric Zire getting hurt. Uh, Georgia blows Tech. That was a bad Tech team. 95, the sidewinding kick from Cannon Partman. 96, a, a cold Nasty day in Athens. Georgia wins 19 to 10 in Jim Donnan's first year. 97, obviously, pass interference on high, uh, against Heinz Ward, or what it was it called, like a the holding Heinz Ward, and then uh, Corey Allen in the corner. 98, Joe Hamilton fumbles. They don't call it. Georgia Tech goes down and wins the game with the field goal kick. And 99, uh, I don't think I need to revisit that. 2000 was the worst beating I think Tech put on Georgia. Just period. Uh, 2001, Georgia goes down there and beats a ranked Georgia Tech team. It was uh, George Godsey throwing interceptions. Uh, 2002, Georgia absolutely pummels the Jackets. 2003, uh, they beat them solidly in Atlanta. 2004, they had to hold on to win. I think that was Reggie Ball, uh, fourth down or fifth down, whatever that was. Uh, 2005, Georgia DJ Shockley to Brian McClendon for a touchdown, 14 to seven win. 2000, uh, what 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 year? 2006, Matthew Stafford to Muhammad Massaqua for the uh, two point conversion. They win and a pretty decent upset. 2006, 2007, uh, Georgia goes down to Atlanta and just kind of you know routines the Jackets. Thomas Brown with some big runs in that game. 2008. Georgia Tech storms back from a double-digit halftime deficit. I mean, they look dead. And then a fumble and then a touchdown and boom. I mean, jack jackets go up and that was a stunning victory. Paul Johnson, you know, that was huge. Uh, and then 2009 was probably the most consequential game in the last 20 years in that game. I mean, Tech was a top. They were number seven team in the country. The next week they won the, uh, the conference championship beating Clemson. Georgia had lost the week before somehow to Kentucky at home, and they ran all over Tech. I mean, they ran all over. I could not believe it. 2010, uh, you know, the Dogs beat the Jackets in Athens with a um, – those were both bad teams. Georgia had to win that game just to get bowl eligible. 2011, they routine the Jackets. 2012, they really curb-stomped them. 13, uh, Hudson Mason throws some interceptions. Georgia gets down 20 nothing. comes back and wins an overtime tie girly game, 2014. Really a mentally tough Georgia Tech team uh, that hangs in there. A total defensive struggle for both these guys. Tech uh, with uh, Nick Chubb and Sony fumbling touchdowns within the top and within the five-yard line. Georgia loses the game. 2014. 
15. Miserable game, but Mark Rick pushes his record to 13-2 and against the Jackets and is fired the next day. Uh, and uh, 16, Georgia Tech uh, rallies to win that one in Athens. Uh, really, Georgia had that game put away too uh, and lost it. Uh, that was very similar to the 2008 game. Uh, and so, you know, and then last year, Georgia really kind of beat them up pretty good, 41 to 7, something like that. So I don't, you can't know what the score will be when they play the Jackets this time. Georgia should win the game. They're a 17 point favorite. That is a significant line. But I know how this goes. I mean, I know how people will kind of be, they, they will, it's one of two things. They will either completely dismiss the fact, uh, completely dismiss the notion that Tech could win the game, which is, really ignorant or they will over or they will uh over uh overdo it with tech's odds tech has not got a good shot to win this game it's something like 12 10 12 you know 15 percent shot it's not real good um and georgia if georgia is a top five team that georgia tech will not be in the ballpark with them and we'll just see. I mean, Tech's played well in Athens under Paul Johnson for, for the most part, except against really good Georgia teams like 2012. So they've not played in Athens a lot, obviously, in the last 10 years. They've only played four times so far. But um, Tech has played well in that time. So, um, you know, it's a it's a big game. It's always a big game. There won't be many Tech fans there. Um, but it's a game Georgia can, should, and probably will win. But you got to go out and execute, and you got to handle this. We can talk about Alabama all y'all want as soon as this game is over, whether they win or lose. But before, I mean, there's no question. There's only one team on Georgia's schedule, and that is Georgia Tech. And every game with Tech, no matter who's playing them, is like its own little year. It's its own little fight. So, um, you know, if you're Georgia, you control the line of scrimmage. Certainly stop the dive. You'll be in good shape. You don't, you're, you're going to be in for a shootout. Better watch it. All right, Dean Leggy, wrapping it up for Dean Leggy Show tonight. We'll probably not do Tuesday night. We will catch you at Sanford Stadium. There's just so much travel this week because of Thanksgiving. There will be shows. There will be shows. So t- uh, tune into YouTube for that, and um, I'll see you on the other side. Go visit the site, Dean. Uh, Dean at Dogpost is dogpost.com. D a w g p o s t dot com. Even if you're not a subscriber, which I don't know why you aren't, it's a dollar for a subscription. Uh, Go check it out, and uh, we got plenty of free articles over there, too. Thank you, and we'll see you on Saturday.